Welcome to our special 69th episode of the Sonic nice. Shuffle. Nice. Nice. I'm nice. Dan, your teacher. Sexy. Can Teacher parentheses uh, sexy. <laughs> I'm Morg, one of the students. And I'm that sumptuary little bitch who's walking from the corner, <laughs> Devin, the other student. <laughs> you just All cut right. me, like, laughing in the beginning out. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so, all goofiness aside, uh, we're talking about Sonic, we're talking about shipping, I could talk about some news, but... I'm going to save that for a normal episode, because I don't want to think about the weird shit Ken Penders got up to with Scourge, or rather, I should say, a bunch of fans got up to allegedly receiving his permission. Mm. Uh, Great. I, I, it has Something been fully... to look forward to next time, I guess. Yeah. I'm going to have to put a warning in last episode explaining that it was recorded while the discourse was going. And does not have the full story. Uh, but for now, uh, I guess I could hang on. I'm, I'm trying to remember if there were any other like smaller announcements. Um, I don't think there was, I feel like there was some merch announcement or something, but I can't remember. Uh, it doesn't matter. Uh, Let's instead talk about uh, shipping and then read some fanfiction. So, do you have the links to the fanfictions? Yes, they are in the they are in the uh, our chat room for the hosts. Uh, I, I have to scroll up. I'm stupid. Yeah, not not too much scrolling needs to be found. Um, yeah, so <laughs> so. Uh, let me think. So, shipping has been around throughout uh, the internet's throughout the history of sort of mainstream internet uh, since the dawn of time, maybe. Yeah, I mean, people I mean, have people always do be shipping like um, Jesus with like Mary Magdalene, but also Judas, right? Sure, you know. You know, I never thought about uh, Jesus and Mary Magdalene as uh, people be shipping them, but I think I'm going to start telling people. That probably to people. be shipping them. I, I don't know. I've, I'm going to go to church. I'm going to go to church and be like, so do you be shipping Jesus with Mary Magdalene or Judas? 
I'm going to be burnt at the cross by the Catholic Church. Uh, I'm sorry I brought this up. I was actually going to go into, like, how some of the earlier stuff is, like, Star Trek shipping and how, like... Right, right. I still listen... Like, I still fucking have read Spock and Kirk fanfic in, like, 2020, so... Mm -hmm. It's still around. It's still kicking. Yeah. Uh, Believe me, if you watch the original run of Star Trek, you can easily see these two easily see those two men fucking uh mm-hmm. oh yeah uh so uh it should also be noted that the term shipping itself actually originates from the x-files fandom uh where it was a fusion of the term uh where it was a sort of variant on the term of relationshiping. uh back then it was just scully and Mulder. And throughout, like, the early years of, like, mainstream internet, like, late 90s, early 2000s, shipping culture gets pretty popular. Uh, mostly among, you know, fandom spaces, where fandom spaces really seem to form, like, like, off the top of my head, a couple examples of, like, ships I can think of. Uh, let's see, some iconic early fandoms being, like, Yu-Gi-Oh, uh, Invader Zim, uh, Pokemon, Pokemon, of course. Uh, um, I was gonna list stuff, and then I was like, "Wait, this is all like newer stuff." But like, just anything that has a lot of characters in it, there's a very yeah. high chance people are shipping stuff, right? Which is why there's like a ton of shipping, and like, like I said, this is like newer than like. Yu-Gi-Oh! Pokemon, etc. But, like, you know, there's a lot of shipping in, like, Danganronpa, and, like, uh, Homestuck, in The Curse of Talia. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, and of course, shipping exists to this day. I want to note that I, in the early days, there wasn't really a, they hadn't really codified ship names, uh, so, when you think of, like, a ship name, the most common thing you'll think of is two characters' names fused together into one. This actually got popularized by the Sonic fandom. With really? Huh. At least to the best of my knowledge. I could be wrong about this, but as far as I can tell, that's where it really starts to, like, popularize, in a sense. Uh, I like, assumed people did it when they were doing, like, celebrity names that were like oh that together. that actually might be it huh like maybe that's Brad, it brangelina or whatever the fuck right maybe right. brangelina got it from the sonic fandom you who know knows? who knows uh well anyways now my cat's sitting in front of my microphone anyways uh your cat sonic wants to ships record are... uh let's see so uh Sonic ships have have been around for a while. I think one thing to note about like shipping history is like I think it was happening in the 2000s, but over the course of like the late 2000s and the early 2010s, a big angle for shipping becomes uh making it gay. Uh fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, it does. As Representation politics starts to be, get 
become a big topic of discussion in fandom spaces. Uh, after all, like, many, uh, like, there are famous examples of, like, celebrities becoming very, very popular because, uh, celebrities getting into, like, their careers because they were inspired by, uh, other representation in their fields. For example, uh, uh, for example, uh, hang on, I need to look up this actor's name. Uh, Are you talking about, um, Whoopi Goldberg getting, um, inspired by, um... The yeah. actress that plays... Yes, exactly. I'm looking for her name. Oh, fuck. I think it's... I'm gonna be so mad because I don't remember. I also but... don't remember, and I feel really bad about that because... Uh, n- here it is. Nichelle Nichols... Oh, uh, yeah, obviously, yes. ...played the role okay. of Uhura. This, in turn, inspired Whoopi Goldberg to go into acting. Uh, her role in The Color Purple goes on to inspire Viola Davis... Uh, and Viola Davis becomes the, uh, first black woman to hold the triple crown, uh, in, in, uh, acting roles, or acting awards, uh, and of course, uh, Star Trek, of course, not, not to go too into, uh, discussion of Star Trek, but, like, Star Trek very famous for having a more, like, a more, like, uh, diverse cast trying to, like, trying to, like, expose, get people thinking about social stuff, and so on and so forth. Uh, there was, like, a big deal, because there was, like, a a mixed-race yeah. kiss on screen and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Like, um, it's, it's interesting it keeps going back to Star Trek. Um, yeah. But, anyways, cool. uh, like, like I said, um, representation politics becomes big. And it's, like, it starts in, like, the mid-2000s and grows into, like, a proper discourse topic by, like, the early to mid-2010s. Uh, it becomes an interesting thing because a lot of people start off in the fandoms as being, like, just into gay shipping because they're like, oh, two hot guys. Mm-hmm. They're gonna yeah. kiss. And now it's kind of become, like... Yeah. Oh. First, oh, I, I, I want the two hot guys because I'm gay. Uh... <laughs> Or I'm a guy, actually, after all. <clears throat> exactly. Sounds familiar to uh, mm-hmm. myself, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so, uh, of course, we get uh, various ships forming over the years. Uh, as, character- as Sonic characters become popular and introduced, um, let's see, in... Some, like, classic examples being Sanemi, uh, Shadouge, Nuxuge. These are, if you, hopefully me saying this can, (laughs) you can figure out what the, what these ships are by me saying them. Uh, Sonic Amy. And of course. Knuckles Rouge, Shadouge. And of course there's, like, the gay ones, like, like Sonato, Sonic and Shadow. Uh, there's a... That's sort of like the big gay ship, but there are lots of gay ships in Sonic. Like, uh, Blaze Amy is really popular. Blaze and Amy, uh, Wave Rouge, Wave and Rouge. Yep. Uh, uh, and, um, Whisper and Tangle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In fact, 
Whisper and Tango is a big one. In fact, like, that brings me to an important point, because uh, the Sonic comics are written by... The Sonic comics since, like, the the early 2010s have been written by uh, people who are li- have been lifelong Sonic fans. Uh, written, drawn, etc. And most notably, in a arc we will not get to for presumably quite some time of <laughs> uh, the reboot era of Archie Sonic, written by Ian Flynn, is a story called Spark of Life. Now, this also, in turn, is inspired by, like, uh, this very shoujo-esque story written by a person who was into shoujo in the 2000s, who wrote, like, a... They wrote a uh, story of Sally and Nicole interacting. Should be noted, Nicole is a hollow lynx, uh, who has, like, a sort of, like, hologram anthropomorphic form, is a computer, uh, and... Uh, Spark of Life, according to Ian Flynn, was intended to be the start of a romantic arc between Sally and Nicole. Uh, it's, uh, honest, it's honestly pretty cool that that's true. Uh, like, as far as I can tell, this was true. Uh, there's also the topic of the much more debatably, debatable argument Ken Penders made. Of uh, two other characters he w- he worked on being gay, which I'm gonna say Thanks, Ken. he pr- he probably <laughs> made this up, especially because he revealed this after Ian Flynn had killed them off for being I don't know, just kind of I don't really know is why he killed it off. I never got to that part of the story, but Ian Flynn kills off one of these characters. Ken Penders reveals they're gay. It just seems like he made that up. I don't know. I also have <laughs> ah, comparative door principle. Exactly. Ian Flynn heard uh, they were made by Ken Penders and said, "We got to axe them." Oh, uh, if only that were true. He has. Um. Well, anyways. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> Not to. I'll this, avoid poking this... that uh, worm's nest today. Uh, the spark of life, th- or whatever, is it still going on? No, this was a four-issue story that was part oh, of the okay. reboot era of Archie, which got gotcha. canceled in 2017. Ah. Uh, um. So, had Archie comics been going, then hopefully we would have gotten like proper gay representation, and I believe it has been... There have been various, like, tongue-in-cheek reference... Uh, tongue... No, no, There have been various things said by staff members, particularly Evan Stanley and Ian Flynn, about Tangle and Whisper's relationship, where it's <laughs> like, they can't say they're gay, but you know they're gay. Yeah, Whisper blushes uh, every time she sees Tangle. Damn. Yeah. Why can't they say they're gay? Hmm. Uh, it's because Sega are cowards, uh, Family values. And- Gotcha. Yep. Uh, Love it. Yeah. So, uh, what was I, where, where was I going with this? Um, I don't know where I was going with this. I was just talking about, uh, ships. Uh, of course, 
every fandom has its fandom discourse. Uh, a big topic in, like, fandom discourse is because, like, a lot of the characters are teenagers, but this doesn't come up. So, like, people might accidentally ship an adult and a child. For example, Vector and Espio. Espio is a, is a teenager. Vector is 20. People would probably oh, not know this if I would not they didn't this. look a, a, this up on a wiki. Uh, I would not know. I... Yeah, or you could be like me and read the entirety of a comic and say, hey, these two uh, f- uh, skunk uh, people uh, are really fun together, and I ship them, and then I say, oh, God, yeah. they're brothers. Oh, no! <laughs> things that happened to me when I read the IDW Sonic comics for about like 50 chapters before I read the words skunk brothers, and I said, oh, no! Oh, no. The poster shame... Oh, oh no. no. Um the poster shame Devin's example is but one example of poster shame. There has been many examples in the past. There will continue to be many in the future. There will uh, always be. And then there's This is the human condition. There's like this like, you know, you're like, oh, but you're shipping teenagers together and it's like, well Yeah. They're just in a relationship. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, for, I mean, I'm not I I am definitely not going to go further into that. So instead yeah. I will say Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, That's why even if like <laughs> I don't think any of the fix we got, like, even have much of any of that, but Yeah. But yeah. It'd be fine. Our listeners are good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh they would be normal about it. <laughs> yeah. Um Hmm. I'm kind of running out of things to say about Sonic ships. Um, I mean, that's all you really gotta say, honestly. Like, people can think of two characters yeah. and someone's probably shipped them. Like, yeah. Uh, I'm half joking. And then, like, mm, it's kind of like we don't, you know, we don't know how long these picks are fully, so mm-hmm. we could be here a while, so maybe it's good to just be like, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, fic exists, um, shipping exists. Um, this might not be, these might just be like regular fix, but, yeah. um, cause we didn't ask for anything specific to yeah. shipping. It was just more like, hey, write whatever. And, yeah. um, yes. Uh, we just were also kind of like, oh, well, it's 69 nice. We got to talk about shipping. Mm-hmm. Just like, um, yeah. our spinoff show, <laughs> Pot our, of Greed. <laughs> yes, the spinoff of the Sonic Shuffle, Pot of Greed. I meant uh, the other way around, but you're right. Yes, yes. of course. Uh, <laughs> they, they, I, they took our idea, obviously. Uh, so, uh, our first fanfic for today is Eggman.xex. Uh, uh, let's, let's go by this, uh, two paragraphs at a time. Uh, that feels healthy. Uh, anything that's... Is it Eggman X-E-X or is it Eggman Key-E-Key? Are we doing this like... <laughs> I think this is a creepy pasta. so... It's gotta be X-E-X. Yeah. More like S-E-X. Mm. Ooh! It's okay, uh, everyone. Eggman's an adult. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so. 
We love it. I was just your average Sonic fan. I played all the important slash major Sonic video games. Lost World, Colors for the <laughs> Nintendo DS, and Sonic X for the Leapster. As a true... That's as all a of true gamer, I stared at my YouTuber shelf of all three Sonic T. Hedgehog game <laughs> I owned. Hmm. <laughs> Today I will purchase a fourth video game to add to my collection. I said to myself, after exactly 123 seconds of pondering. Oh, just breaking this real quick. I forgot to give credit to this. Uh, this is by a uh, listener and friend and Strangers Fiction co-host, Casey. Uh, uh, yes. Yes. Uh, Casey, I already have to say thank you for recreating the exact numbers games that all creepypastas have. Uh, real... Yeah, uh, you can find Casey on Twitter at Casey Cosmos. Uh, she's great. Uh, so, uh, getting back into this, uh, I went into my car to go to the only reliable source of Sonic Media. Shady garage sales, where the guy selling looks like an evil wizard. I drove through the town looking for any sellers that seemed to look the part, or at least had a clearly marked, haunted, and evil game section. Let's go. Uh, Morgue. Okay, I didn't know if we were going to do Discord order or not. Eventually, I found a suitable yard sale. The man went by Guy Normale. A very trustworthy name for sure. Hold on. Sorry. I'm going to start the paragraph yeah. over. <laughs> I did not look at the Discord order. I That's uh, okay. Oh, you're such a fucking disaster. Okay. Eventually, I found a suitable yard sale. The man went by Guy Normale. A very trustworthy name for sure. Hey, do you have any games? on your phone? No, it says, Hey, do you have any games about Sonic? I asked him, I asked him to which he responded, Uh, I think so, but be warned, it comes at a terrible price. Listen, man, I know how shopping works. I scoffed as I looked at the haunted game section, pushing aside titles such as Mario 64, but Mario comes out of your TV and drinks all of your milk from the carton, and Animal Crossing City, but the more you play it, you turn into your villager and your villager turns into you until I found it. It wasn't a Sonic game, but it's the best I could do. Eggman's mean bean machine fucked up an evil edition. Uh, that was in parentheses, the fucked up an evil edition. Mm -hmm. I grabbed the game and walked to Mr. Yeah. Normale. Hello, I would like to purchase this video game, please. Uh, yeah, Devin? Devin, you can read, like, the it, line oh, and yeah, then sorry. the next yeah, two yeah. paragraphs. Yeah, yeah. Alright, that will be $15. I told you the price would be terrible. I handed him the $15 bill, upset at the price I needed to pay for Eggman tea. 
that's Eggman's testosterone. Hang on. Human game and headed. Yeah? I just, uh, gonna turn down the latency because it's getting hard to hear you. Uh, let me. Uh, I upset at the price I needed to pay for my Eggman T human game and headed back home. Where I grabbed the game cartridge and put it on my shelf with the Sonic games. I hope Mr. Eggman wouldn't mind. <laughs> now that I owned the game, it was legally and morally okay for me to download a ROM <laughs> from the internet. Now that I bought a secondhand video game, which is in no way gives the original company money. It's true. <laughs> I booted up. I'm going to be thinking about that for a while. I booted up the game on my trusty seven year old Mac computer and saw the title screen. It was like the normal game, but a plank of wood with Eggman's was covering the original name. And below the world of machine was the site was the subtitle parentheses fucked up and twisted. Being the epic gamer that I was, I would not deg name Eggman. As I played the first stage, I realized this was a very clear reskin of Kirby Avalanche. No. But- <laughs> But instead of Kirby, it was Eggman and his robot henchmen. When I pressed start the game, I heard Eggman let out a scary yell for exactly 7.35 seconds. Then, oh, holy shit. Then, in the first match of the game, I noticed something that made me uneasy. All the beans in the game were the same color, hyper-realistic blood red, which, along with Mitt freaking me out, also made it impossible to set up chain combos. Uh, Morgue. Okay. <clears throat> Thankfully, I managed to win the first level against fan-favorite character, Arms, from the Adventure of Sonic... Uh, Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog. I, I, I just aside from me, it says Sonic the Hedgehog as one word, the Hedgehog. Just want y'all to know that. <laughs> okay, mm-hmm. arms that's, from the Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog. When when a cutscene played, it was Eggman and Arms. Arms said, I'm sorry for what I said about the smooth transition to 3D. It'll never happen again. Begging for his life when suddenly Eggman pulled out a real gun and shot him. Oh, no. I then moved oh, to shit, the next Oh, shit, a real stage. one? <laughs> he just had a real-ass gun. I wonder how it looks on the Kirby Avalanche. I then moved to the next stage, confused when I saw... Um, I then moved to the next stage, confused when I saw the next opponent was not one of the amazing robots in the show, but what looked like a photo of my pal Jimmy. Now that I thought about it, Jimmy did send me a letter two to three weeks ago, two to three weeks about that he's selling his cursed copy of Eggman's MBM F-U-N-T. To a wizard and to never buy a copy and emulate it before mysteriously disappearing one day. 
Before just as I, I was uh, about. Go... Oh, sorry. Yeah. Before we go <laughs> That's Devin's turn. Uh, do you think this is Jimmy Fallon? Uh, Ooh, it might be. Could be. It could be like the Jimmy Fallon what ifs. Yeah, is this Jimmy Fallon uh, disappearing after getting some nice shoes and an Eggman game? Mm-hmm. He might have. How would you say the Eggman's M B M F U N T? Is that how you would say that? I guess so. Eggman's uh, irritable bowel syndrome, but the end <laughs> of irritable asylum. Just as I was about to reluctantly play the second stage, when suddenly my computer turned off. Was this some part of the fucked up and twisted curse? No. I accidentally unplugged the computer with my foot. I wanted to turn it back on, but I need to go get some food. And then I took a shower. Watch YouTube. I couldn't really build up the energy I need to continue playing this cursed video game. Weeks passed as I sort of forgot about EMBM, F-U-N-T. Until one day, in the month of October, I saw the ROM on my desktop. That's such a I opened it up. I like me. (laughs) Me avoiding a curse by forgetting about it. I opened it up. Yeah, seriously, though. And was greeted by the familiar title screen. Except the subtitle has changed to, When are you coming back? Leave me alone. Stop texting. I felt sad because of this. I didn't mean to abandon this ghost or demon or whatever it is. As I pressed continue, instead of the normal level design, it was a sprite of Eggman sitting on a couch watching some TV. Except it wasn't the standard sprite quality of the Genesis. It was far more advanced. We're talking Sega Saturn Sega Saturn graphics here. It wasn't a sprite at all. It was a 3D model. Holy Whoa. shit. Holy shit. I love how Damn, Eggman in, in this... 3D. I love how cursed evil Eggman in this is just kind of like a sad ex. He's like, yo, uh, we, don't, we don't hang out anymore. Damn, Eggman, you live like this? Uh, <laughs> his Damn, head just turned. waited on my call? His head turned, and he ran to the front of the monitor. He opened his mouth and spoke not with regular dialogue, but instead it seemed every syllable was sentence-mixed from the clips of adventure of Sonic T. Hodgepodge. Holy shit! I thought you weren't ever going to play that again! Eggman said. When did uh, Eggman say shit in Sonic T. Hodgepodge? Well, I mean, you had to ed- edit together, like, him saying, push it. Ah, okay. I was or waiting for us to get to that episode where Eggman says shit. <laughs> Hopefully it's soon. <laughs> Hopefully it's the next one. I expl- what happened? <laughs> I explained to him I sort of got caught up with life. He couldn't get around to playing it. He nodded in an understanding and said... I was gonna eventually Sorry, I misread that. I was gonna internally torture and torment you, but I've been snooping as through your computer and <laughs> watching videos on your browser, and it's given me time to reflect. Maybe cursing and tormenting people who play my game 
isn't really productive, you know? So I'm turning over a new leaf. So, do you want to hang out or something? I can bring you into the computer world. And we can legally stream movies in my home theater. Uh, and I'll read this last line. That sounds fantastic, Mr. Eggman! Oh, yeah, there's, it's just this last one, okay. I hung out in his egg mansion. It was really cool, and also Jimmy was there, and he was okay, and also he showed me this random and holistic Sonic lore podcast, and I liked it a lot. The end. Thanks, Casey. Hey, Casey. This really um, happened to her. Hey, Casey, uh, when are you going to turn this into a nice uh, romantic dating sim? Because that is exactly what happened Ooh. at the end. Eggman said, yo, uh, when are we getting back together? Well, speaking of romance and dating, <laughs> it's time to read our second fanfic. Uh, a very interesting one. Uh... By Emmy the Mouse. Thank you, Emmy. Emery, my my uh my co-host for Digimon Ghost Gaze, Devin's mm -hmm. co-host for Gone Will Hunting. Mm -hmm. Um wait, before we move on to that, I wanted to ask, I was like, is is Casey like participating in the secret Satan for Nightmare Nera because she would be fucking great at it. Yeah, no. I the way this feels know. like a, a um, real <laughs> creepy pasta. It's good. Uh let me just real quick check. Oh, well, first off, I don't even know if Casey's in the server for Nightmare yeah. Nera. Uh I don't think we know all the writers anyway, but Uh it looks like Casey is in the server. I don't know if she's a secret Satan. Uh, mm -hmm. Maybe she is, maybe she isn't. Only time will tell. Well, if you hear this, Casey, it's good. Casey, <laughs> it's real good. Okay, moving on to Emmy's fanfic. Yeah. So, Emmy the mouse. Yes. Who doesn't have a Twitter, but yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, she's smarter than all of us. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, you can find her uh, on Fur Affinity Space Robot. Uh, no, uh, this story is called Matching Wits by Emmy the Mouse. So can we talk about how this is kind of a choose-your-own-adventure game? Yeah. I guess we can talk about that, yes. Uh, you know, let me real quick look at the runtime. We are 38 minutes into this recording. And there were They're times short. where I had to cut stuff out, so I don't see why we couldn't, if it goes on long enough, we we might be able to do like two, maybe two routes, I'm thinking. Maybe three, if we pick up from like, wherever the choices were. I'm skimming them, and it just looks like a lot of them are short, and like, yeah. kind of... Mm -hmm. But we love the quality yeah, here. Yeah, Endings, anyway. Yes. Uh, so. The story is... Match... Er, yeah, I said that already. Matching Woods by Emmy the Mouse. <clears throat> Dr. Starline was in a foul mood. 
His latest invention had done poorly in alpha testing. I don't know what Dr. Starling sounds like, but I'm going to try to imagine a voice. And by the way, if y'all want to do have other voices in your head for what he sounds like, just do them. You don't have to go with what I say. Okay. I've been imagining Dr. Starline's voice for my entire life, but okay. Curses, <laughs> he muttered. I'm starting to think that my mystery-solving gun may be too forward-thinking for the level of science currently available. How dare all those other inferior scientists fail to create the technology needed to fulfill my ambitions! Starling sighed. That's right. That's right. The only breakthrough I've made today is discovering a novel method of being disappointed by everyone else in the world. Ha! Perhaps I should make that subject a future research, as I clearly have a natural affinity for that field of study. Actually, hold on. And <clears throat> Morg. Yeah. He flipped open a notepad and jotted down the phrase, New ways to dis to be disappointed replying to YouTube comments? Question mark, question mark, question mark. Let's the platypus go. paced back and <laughs> the platypus paced back and forth across his laboratory, trying to determine whether there was any merit left in pursuing his current project, or if it was time to find new inspiration in creating tools of havoc and evil. Just then, his phone chimed with a notification. A new message on my dating app? Marveled the scientist. Why, his ad account hasn't seen any traffic in months! Oh, shit. He, oh, he quickly shit. opened the new... <laughs> he quickly opened the new message both in excitement and to distract himself from the merciless self-own he had just executed. What he read left him speechless. Devin? <clears throat> Sunny side 60875. Starline? This is Dr. Eggman. I know things didn't end well with our professional relationship, but maybe we can still have a personal relationship? What do you say? I'm sure two geniuses such as ourselves could figure it out. Heart emoji, heart emoji, heart emoji. Starline's Aww. mind raced. Could this be true? Dr. Eggman? Interested in a relationship with him? The platypus had always marveled at the doctor's genius, but had never considered him as a romantic partner. His mind flooded with, a thousand, <laughs> with thousands of scenarios that this yeah, one simple message had opened up before him. Shopping for furniture for their new home. All egg-themed. <laughs> Solving the crosswords together every morning. Inviting Sonic and his friends over for board game night. And then annihilating that arrogant rodent when he fails to stockpile enough grain and iron ore. Sitting oh, on the shit. front porch. Oh, shit. <laughs> watching the sunset. Then staying out as the first stars of the night begin to twinkle to life. Growing old together. Getting mad at teenagers together. Living their lives as two halves of an inseparable whole. Starline couldn't believe that Eggman had reached out to him out of nowhere. Like this. But skepticism be damned. His prize as a scientist demanded that he investigate further. He hastily messaged back. Now, I'm deviating the, narr the narrative format a little bit here. I know it might be jarring to have your immersion broken by the like this, but it would simply be irresponsible of me not to. You see, Starline's screen name for this dating app 
It's a rough one, folks. It's my new Twitter really something. I just want to make sure you're mentally prepared for it. Are you ready? Okay. Let's resume. Platypussy69. Let's fucking go! Yes, that sounds great! What would you say to dinner at Restaurant Zone tomorrow at 8, 8 o'clock? Starline gripped his phone, practically vibrating with nerves, waiting for the reply. Sunnyside, 60875. <clears throat> it's a date! Wink emoji. Wink emote. Hmm. Wink wink. Platty Bussy69 uh, is gonna be something I think about for the rest of my life. Mm hmm. Platty Bussy. Platty Bussy69. Um. Uh, now you can. It really that. says something about his priorities if that's his uh-huh. uh, username. Yeah, on what I assume is ostensibly sure. Tinder. tinder. Mm-hmm. Restaurant Zone! Act 1. Starline strode through the front doors into the restaurant level. The ambience was pristine, with soft lighting, well-placed enemies, <laughs> a variety of angled slopes, and a boppin' soundtrack. The platypus walked up to the reception desk. Good evening, I have a reservation under the name Starline. Yes, of course, sir. Someone will show up, show you to your table shortly. Heh, <laughs> no need. Starline activated the speed setting on his tricor and dashed ahead into the level. He rocketed off the first slope, making a tight landing on an overhead platform and grabbing a hidden ring capsule. He leaped, he leapt onto a light fixture, fixture and slid onto a grind rail, all while keeping his momentum. He landed on a dining table and found himself face-to-face with a hostile waiter robot, which flung a plate of food at him. Starline dodged, and the food went sailing past him, hitting a man who was in the middle of proposing to his girlfriend. Starline leaped at the robot, hitting, uh, leaped at the robot, attacking with his heel spurs, then jumping to another table, avoiding a pit filled with spikes and lava. The robot exploded, but three more appeared from the kitchen. One was holding a drink tray filled with acetic cocktails. The second held a gun shaped like a pepper mill. And the third lifted the cover off a silver platter, revealing several explosive mines. Well, said Starline, looks like I won't be tipping tonight. He backflipped off the table, changing his tricor to power in midair, then slammed into the ground saying out a shockwave that destroyed all three robots simultaneously. I mean, why should I pay extra if this service is an exceptional? Starlight continued. If I withhold tips for average and below average service, it'll improve the system by incentivizing a better work ethic in the staff. It's just the rationale and logical thing to do. From that day on... Oh my god. Oh yeah, Dr. Starline is big libertarian. Uh, from that day on, every meal that Starline would ever eat would be seasoned with the spit of thousands of their paid food service workers. But it's true. It's true. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, just then, the ground started to rumble. 
a giant robot crashed from the kitchen doors. Indeed, it looked like a kitchen itself, with stove burners, meat cleavers, and circular blades from deli slicers, all mounted on robotic arms. The robot, er, the body was like a centipede, with each leg ending with a fork, spoon, ladle, or other such implement. And yeah, you better bet that it had a kitchen sink somewhere in there. <laughs> the machine opened up its cavernous mouth and let forth a hideous metallic roar. The camera shifted to a third-person rear view, and Starline started running as the machine chased him. Drat! said Starling. I hate these auto-scroller segments! Starling dodged left and right, avoiding oncoming tables, customers, and waitstaff, which were all subsequently crushed under the bulk of the kitchen machine. Uh... Morg. Oh, sure. I didn't know if you were going Why is everything like this? Starline shouted as he narrowly dodged a swipe from a cleaver. Ahead of Starline was a dead end. A giant wall-sized lobster take... Uh... Oh, lob a giant wall-sized lobster tank which was filled to the brim with mechanical lobsters and inexplicably a robot shark. Big the Cat was also sitting on the ledge of the tank, fishing up some mechanical crustaceans. Big gets a cameo! Nice! 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 Just beyond the... <laughs> Just beyond the tank was the goal ring and Starline reserve table, but it was too late to try and avoid the obstacle now. I, wrote the... I read a big paragraph before, so... All right. Uh, yeah, I, I got this. Seven. <clears throat> Is this it? Has the great genius Dr. Starline finally met his end? The scientist monologued. How ironic that my pursuit of a peaceful and harmonious life would lead ultimately in violent death. Indeed, I only wish to meet my beloved doctor, Eggman, and spend a pleasant evening in his company, sharing stories of our past and perhaps joking about the unfortunate outcome of our attempt at world domination. How would I relish if he were, if we could let past transgressions remain past? And yes, even look back and laugh at that misguided time, for I'm a man who learns and grows from his mistakes. It would be illogical and counterproductive to let that mistakes of my past determine the course of my future. Ah, uh, I'm sure my beloved feels the same way. For while he has his flaws, certainly, I still revere his genius and all that he is capable of. I know that in time we would be able to accept each other as we truly are, mistakes and all. Now as my horrible death grows increasingly more intimate, I believe a song sent to the tone of my final scene is called for. <clears throat> Somewhere over the rainbow. Yeah. Uh, just, er, yeah. Just then, Starline decided not to be killed after all. With the goal ring so close, and, it, and his date with Eggman just barely over the horizon, he clung to a fierce desire to survive. Live said Starline as he leapt into the air 
with a lobster tank just ahead. He thought of himself and Eggman putting the past behind them. The possibility that their troubled past could one day be nothing more than a humorous anecdote. I read ahead, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Laugh, he said as he landed on the side of the tank and bounced off the side in a perfect wall jump, launching himself back towards the kitchen machine. Uh, let's see. Yeah, I'll keep going. I'll yeah. finish this little bit here, and then more can go. Mm-hmm. Uh, the scenes of his perfect life with Eggman flashed through his mind again. In that moment... He had never wanted anything in his life more than that idyllic future. Love! He shouted as he sailed over the kitchen machine. It rushed by him, smashing through the lobster tanks and getting pinched to death by thousands of little claws. Also, before I forget, don't fucking at me if the Tricor got lost or destroyed or whatever. I'm not caught up on the comics, so as far as I know, Starline still has it and always will. I'm caught up on the comics. He still has it. Hell yeah. With the (laughs) kitchen... Sorry. With the kitchen robot dealt with and the way cleared, Starline proceeded easily to the goal ring. BRICK! He shrieked as the results screen tallied up his score. That run was flawless! Sonic Team clearly has no idea how to make a level. I will certainly be talking taking this into consideration when I leave my Steam review. He sat down at the table, still fuming. It only took him a second to realize that something was wrong. Shouldn't Eggman be here already? Said Starline. He always shows up at the end of levels. Mm, Perhaps he's just a little late. No matter. I can use this time to get prepared for the evening ahead. Yes, I'll run mental stimulation. Sim- uh huh. Yes, I'll run mental simulations, predicting every one of Eggman's potential conversational gambits and preparing my responses ahead of time. With my intellect and skill for planning, there's no way I'll fail this date. So, um, these uh these next things are uh the choose your own adventure thing. I think it's because he's just like mentally predicting all this stuff yeah for all i know we might be able to do the whole thing uh i think we will because i just skipped ahead a little bit okay yeah the next page fair hmm. actually Devin, you open this one okay 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 <clears throat> fantasy starline simulator 2021 welcome to fantasy starline simulator 2021 In this section of the story, you will play as Dr. Eggman on a date with the one and only genius platypus, Dr. Starline. Lucky you. This is all happening in Starline's imagination, so feel free to go back and choose different options, or even start the scenario over. Heck, you can even skip it if this is already taking too long to read. Have fun! Oh, Emery already fucking knew that we, <laughs> we might need to skip it. Good shit. Good yeah. shit. Uh, now we have two I'm, options. I'm imagining the um, 
We have two options. Start, start the, date the date or quit. What do we choose, folks? Start, start the, date. the date. Let's start the date. I'm imagining the music that plays in Undertale when you're on the dates. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I think from here, each of us can like read a section. Uh, Devin, why don't you continue on with this one and I'll do the next one. Okie dokie. <clears throat> start the date. You walk into the restaurant and see a well-dressed platypus sitting across the room. He is dressed to the nines in a sharp maroon vest and purple shirt. You've always been a sucker for a man in formal wear. Like Slenderman, or the One Slayer. Your heart skips a beat as you... Wonderful. (laughs) Starline is a totally sexy man. Your heart skips a beat as Starline notices you enter and beckons you over. Does he give you the come hither finger? You've been nervous. I think so. IF. Great. You've been nervously anticipating this dinner all day, but you try to keep your composure as you sit down across the table from him. Up close, you can't help but notice how handsome he is, with his perfectly styled hair and eyeliner, his shapely bill, making sexy, slightly pouting expression, and the barest hint of a blush across his cheeks. What took you so long? Says Starline in a smooth, resonant voice. His tone is undeniable. Oh, sorry. I have to restart this then. What took you so long? Says Starline in a smooth, resonant voice. His tone is undeniably masculine. But somehow still gives you the impression of sensitivity and vulnerability. He rests his chin on the back of his hands. I was starting to think you wouldn't make it. Well, you stammer. Please excuse my untimeliness. I stopped on my way here to get you these. You hold out a thoughtful gift you selected for Dr. Starline. What are we giving him, folks? Flowers? Give him a fashionable accessory? Give him the nuclear launch codes. Hmm. I'm thinking fashionable accessory. We go to fashionable accessory. Since you picked that one, do you want to read it? Huh? Since you picked that one, yeah. do you want to read it? Yeah, sure. Give him a fashionable accessory. You open up a jewelry box containing a brand new pair of cufflinks. What do you think? You say. I thought this would nicely complement your aesthetic. You trail off as you notice the sardonic expression on Starling's face. You look down and see... He is already wearing cufflinks. Oh no! Cufflinks that look exactly the no! same as the ones you just bought. You fucked up. No bad end. Um, my apologies. You stammer, tucking the jewelry box into your pocket. No bad end. Continue. Oh no! <laughs> it's making you continue though. Mm-hmm. Uh. Uh. Okay. Uh. Uh, Morg, you read the continue. I'll, okay, I can read the continue and then, like, pick one, maybe? Yeah, yeah. Um, the waiter still hasn't arrived yet, so you decide to open up with some small talk, but what do you discuss? Hmm, perhaps you should start with a compliment. Your former protege really does look fetching tonight. Uh, Uh, 
compliment his smile, compliment his IQ, compliment his heel spurs. Uh, hmm. I'm gonna say his IQ. All right. Maybe? Let's see. Mm. Compliment his IQ. You decide to praise Starline for his best feature. That big, sexy brain. Damn, that brain <laughs> thick, you say. I bet you could bench press a million books at the library. That's not all I can do, says, said Starline. Check this out. He contorted his face into an expression of pained concentration. <laughs> Eureka! Wow, you say in awe. What did you think of? I just invented a car that can fly and go into space. I'll drop some schematics to show you later. Damn, you say. That was so hot. Continue. continue. Alright, Devin. Now that you are thoroughly enamored. Continue, make your choice. Now that you are thoroughly enamored by Starline's confidence and roguish charm, you can't help but want to learn more about the scientists sitting across from you. Let's talk about you more, you say. I'd love to know about... Ask him about his past? Ask him about boats. I didn't feel like writing a third thing, so here's the wiki page for platypus. Uh, oh, fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, I'm caught between boats and blood. <laughs> Oh my god, does it ju- it just links to that. It, it, That's it is incredible. The Wikipedia page for Platypus. Let's go. Uh I'm gonna ask him about boats. Alright. <clears throat> Your opinion on boats. Boats? said Starline quirks an eyebrow quizzically. I suppose they're fine. Starline looks like he's getting bored with the conversation. Shit! Shit! Why did you ask him about boats? Uh, well, er, I think they can be quite interesting. (laughs) How about sails, huh? Rudders? Come on, it's fascinating if you think about it. God damn it. Why are you still talking about boats? It's clear that this topic is a non-starter. He's not interested. You should just bail before the conversation goes bellies up. The hull is breached, and the waves are crashing across the deck. Your only option is to make for the lifeboats and hope for a miracle. Shit, now I'm doing it! Starline slams a palm on the table, jarring you out of your nautical stammerings. Actually, he snarls, my parents were killed by boats. It's a sensitive topic, so I'd advise you talk about something else. Gone whale? You managed. What was that? What are you doing? Why did you say another boat word? Starline is getting up now. He's leaving! How did this happen? The night's ruined and it's all about boats! No! The end. No, I got bad no! end! No! Oh. I got bad end! Oh, uh, do we want to... Do we want to start over or go to Restaurant Zone Act 2? I kind of want to pick the nuclear Yeah, let's go codes. back to nuclear all right. codes. Uh... Yeah. 
nuclear. Launch- I think I saw something interesting in that one. It's still like it doesn't like go anywhere else. Right. Give him the nuclear launch codes <laughs> instead of the cufflinks. <laughs> what in the world is this? Says Starling as you hand over the briefcase you are carrying. Why not look and see? You reply with a devilish grin. Starling clinks open the clasps and lifts the lid of the case. This! This can't be what I think it is! Oh, but it is! You say. You take Starling's hands into your own. Let's do it, Starling. You say. Let's reduce everything to irradiated ash. Together, we will build it all anew, however we envision, and rule over the world together. This... this is... it's all so sudden, stammers Starling. You're asking me to decide the fate of the world right here and now? Let your heart decide, you whisper. Starling is speechless for a moment. What about Sonic? He says. Won't he try to stop us? It's alright. Don't worry about that, you say, pressing a finger on his bill, shushing him. It's taken care of. What do you mean? Sonic the Hedgehog died in his sleep. Oh my god. Smothered with a pillow. He went quietly. (laughs) That's... That's monstrous, said Starline, his eyes wide. I quite like it. I thought you would, Starline. I love you. I love you too. Let's do it! Let's end the world! Together, the two of you launch nuclear missiles that scour the Earth of almost all life. You watch it all from your floating base, high above the Earth. You embrace, knowing that tomorrow, you will be living in an entirely new world. The end. (laughs) Incredible. Some of the other ones that I was skimming are when you compliment his smile, it turns into a horror. Yo! Like dream. Um, some, uh, if you compliment his heel spurs, which is like a lot shorter, he just compares himself. He says he's sex cooler and sexier than Shadow the Hedgehog, so that's pretty nice. Good. Yeah. He's right. Um, and then instead of saying, <laughs> instead of talking about boats, if you ask about his past, it's also another, like, good ending, like the nuclear codes one. <laughs> <laughs> right. He he talks about his backstory, and he's very brooding about it. Just like Shadow the Hedgehog, um, but sexier. Just like Shadow the Hedgehog, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, hmm. Let's see. Oh. Okay. Well... Do we want to do another route, or do we want to uh, continue on? Hmm. I was thinking about continuing yeah. on. That's kind of why I summarized some of the other yeah. ones. All right. Um, unless you want to read, like, one of the longer ones or something, but... Hmm. I don't know. What's the time look like? Uh, let's see. Right now we're at an hour and seven minutes. Uh, let's move on to the yeah, end. Yeah. yeah. Sounds right. good. Uh... 
Restaurant Zone, Act 2. Yes, yes, said Starline, nodding to himself. It'll probably go something like that. But even though he had accounted for every possibility in his simulations, something was still causing the scientist an acute sense of apprehension. Why wasn't Eggman here yet? It was well past the agreed upon time. Suddenly, the scientist saw something that nearly made his heart stop. Sonic and Tails? They were across the room, walking in his direction. They were dressed formally for the occasion, both wearing little matching suit jackets, which was very, very adorable, but did nothing to quell Starline's anxiety. He dove under the table, trying to hide. Uh, Morg. Now. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no! This is impossible. This never came up in any of my simulations. Oh, at the very least, Sonic and Tails' presence here will ruin my evening with Eggman. And that's an optimistic projection. Very well, then. I'll have to take care of this little problem before he arrives. He set his tricor po- to power mode and prepared himself to dispatch the heroic duo, but before he had a chance to act, a rough hand grabbed his collar and pulled him out from under the table. Uh, I'll just uh, do, do some of the lines. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then pass it off. Unless you want to... Oh, no, it doesn't no, go good. back and Well, forth, it's all dialogue really. for this yeah. next section, so why don't we, like... Why don't we, like... Who wants to be Sonic? Who wants to be Tails? Who wants to be Sonic? I call Starling. Uh, I can be Sonic. Alright. Are you Tails? <laughs> uh, wait. Yeah, okay. Who are you? Unless you want to be Sonic. No, I'll be Sonic. Er, hmm. Which one did you want to be, Sonic or Tails? I wanted to be Sonic. Alright, then I'll be Tails. Who are you talking down? Talking to down there? Sonic said, holding the struggling platypus in one hand. Before he could react, Tails grabbed his wrist, wrist and pried the tricor off of its glove with a screwdriver. Give that back, you little vermin! Give what back? said Tails with wide-eyed innocence. Why are you here? Starline demanded. And what warrants this base and brutish bullying behavior? Wow, he's so mad he's alliterating, said Tails. I demand you put me down this instant, said Starline. My plans here tonight do not concern you in the slightest. Oh, don't they? said Sonic. I think we're more involved than you think. Platty Bussy 69. Starling gasped. No, you didn't! That's right, nerd! He dropped the platypus. Then he and Tails struck a heroic pose. Let's try to say this in unison, Mm. I guess. Yeah, three, two, one. We We catfished you! They said in unison. Then they high-fived. We said then they high-fived in unison. Oh, shit. Starline. Yeah. Starline's Uh, heart shattered like glass. Oh, sorry. Are you going for this one? No, you go. 
Starline's heart shattered like glass, each tumbling fragment reflecting a scene from his imagined future with Dr. Eggman. He fell to his knees, clutching his chest. You see. Oh. You see. Wait. <laughs> I lost my sonic voice. Hold on a second. Yeah, it turned into a little bit of a tails there. Gotta go fast. Gotta go fast. <laughs> you see. We heard you were developing a mystery solving gun. So obviously we had to stop you, said Sonic. And all it took was luring you out of hiding with some well-executed ex- identity fraud. Finished Tails. Uh, he and Sonic high-fived again. They really seem to be enjoying themselves. Good for them. <laughs> How dare you, roared Style- Starline. Not only did you interfere with my research, but you toyed with my emotions. My vengeance shall be harsh and unending as my sorrow. Sonic and Sonic, Sonic and- yeah, you do. Uh, Sonic hey. and Tails were absolutely not listening. Their high fives had progressed to an elaborate secret handshake. Let's they go. bumped fists, bumped elbows, pre- pretending to wave goodbye and walk away from each other. Then swiftly turned back around and did finger guns at each other. Then they pretended to to be ghosts and tried to spook each other. Then they played two truths and a lie. Then they did chest bump and so on. All right. Are you guys gonna be done anytime soon? said Starline. Sonic and Tails boasted a backflip. Then they charged up a spin dash. Then they told each other their deepest, most sincerest feelings of friendship. Then they did the Macarena. Whatever, fuck this, said Starline, and walked out of the restaurant humiliated. Sonic and Tails finally finished with a stirring air guitar duet, then took a bow as everyone in the restaurant clapped. Well, looks like we saved the day again, said Sonic. We sure did, said Tails. So, what's next? Well, we still have that fake Eggman account, said Sonic. Think we could do Shadow next? Oh, for sure, said Tails. The end. Excellent work. Uh, Can't believe my boy got catfished. Can't believe he got catfished. Thank you, Emery, for this incredible story. Uh, Emery, thank you so much. It's pretty good. It's pretty fucking good. Mm-hmm. It's, pre- it's pretty good. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, we actually got a few questions, too. Right. Uh, good. All right. Let me hop over to uh, the Ask Zone if you want to send in a question. You can send it in anytime at your leisure in, in the uh uh Ask Zone Discord on our on our er, the Ask Zone channel on our Discord, or you can respond to an ask post on Twitter. Uh nothing on Twitter, so let's hop <sighs> right into Discord. Uh Casey asks Got any dumb crack ships you have? Uh, just fun, weird ships. Uh, I really like big and, big and, like, gamma. Big and gamma. There's, I, it's like this weird thing that started because, like, 
I'm not sure where it comes from, actually, but but it's I I think I like both of the characters, and they're both from Sonic Adventure One. I like them, uh, and they should. I hope they do well together. I I think I ship Eggman and Starline now. Hmm. Eggline is a good <laughs> ship. Uh, I've always shipped Eggman, Eggman and Starline. Um, I don't know, like, specifically, like, Sonic crack ships, and I'm, like, totally blanking on, like, other things, because it just says, like, crack ships, it didn't say Sonic specifically, but I'm, like, man, the last time I had, like, crack ships that I was, like, serious about, or whatever, was when I was, like, into Hitalia when I was, like, Uh. 17 or 18, probably. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, because, like, other ones, I've probably, like... Dark I know. Dark past. We all have them. Mm-hmm. Who needs them? Uh, no. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm sure I've had other ones. I'm just, like, blanking. Like, whatever. whatever. Whenever there's, like, funny background characters, and I'm like, oh, I'd rather listen to them. And what if they kissed? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, crack ship I just thought about now that I don't know if it's too crack, but uh, Scratching Rounder. Oh, that's a good crack ship. That's canon. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's canon to me. <laughs> that's canon to me, baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, how about... Because um, I can't choose Starline and Eggman already, because we just did that. Mm-hmm. I know. What if it was something like... I'm looking at the Sonic Universe matchmaker picture right now, and all I can think about is I'm like, Blaze and Big the Cat? No. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I get uh, it. Blaze uh, would, Big the Cat would love to take Blaze fishing. Yeah. Actually, I would like like something like Silver and Big the Cat. I think that would be funny. Yeah, I guess they could hang but, out. But, like, they could hang out at least. Like, that could be friendshipping, even if they're not, like, mm-hmm. dating. But they could. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh, yeah. yeah. This is always one. Uh, Metal Sonic and Shadow the Hedgehog, because they're both oh, that's edgy, good. and I think they would love to oh, hang out. Oh, that one's good. That one's good. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I think it would be a really weird relationship where they both sit silently in a room, and they're like, I had a great time. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Right. Uh... I always wonder, like, have... have has Shadow had to fight Metal Sonic? Uh, uh yeah. I think I a few times. Think in... I think in the IDW, actually, the first arc is him and Sonic fight. Right, right. Like a cool Super Saiyan version of Metal Sonic. Yeah, Neo right. Metal Sonic. Or, not Neo Metal Sonic. Uh, the one from Sonic Heroes, I'm forgetting on the name. Yeah, I can't uh, remember the name. I just remembered Metal he Metal Overlord, cool. that's it. Yeah. Uh, so, next question. Favorite kind of ship? And... From James the Cat Girl. Yeah, from James the Cat Girl. Uh, <laughs> let me think. Favorite kind, like a relationship dynamic. I've always been a strong proponent of uh, rivals and lovers, not rivals to lovers. I don't want these characters to, like, ever stop trying to compete or destroy each other. 
Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Like, the rivalry has to stay. Yeah. They gotta improve. Or, like, whatever. Yeah. Um... I saw, like, something that was, like, OT3 dynamics that I really enjoy, Ooh. and I was like, man, I really like these two, but I can't remember what they are. If there's a picture, if I, like, can find the picture, I'll, like, post it in the Discord mm. later, but they're all very good. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, I also like that, um, that Devin said, um, mm. Uh, I also just like people who are just like. Uh, I'm really fond of like <laughs> lover. I'm fo- I'm fond of like anything where they are exes and are bitter rivals. Ooh. Uh, oh, that one is also incredibly good. Yeah, uh, I think that one's a really fun thing you can write stuff about. Like, still slightly obsessed with each other, but are also just like, I hate you so much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, when I was younger, like, my favorite ships were all, like, rival ships, I think. But I feel like now it's a, a lot of the ones... Like, when I was younger, I liked rival ships. When I was a little older, I was like, oh, I like best friendships, because that's mm-hmm. what I want in my life. And now I'm just like, I don't know, anything that's interesting. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Anything that just, like, clicks, and I, like, watch it, and I'm like, oh, I do like this. I'm just, like, blanking on other dynamics right now for some reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think is- I was forged in the fire of watching uh, Naruto at a young age and being like, so Naruto and Sasuke, right? True. Mm-hmm. True. And that yeah, did uh, irreparable damage to me for the rest of my life. <laughs> uh, I'm thinking about... Oh, uh, oh, shit. I was thinking about uh, the... Uh, I'm thinking about how in an episode of Always Sunny, uh, Mac and Dennis, like, pose as realtors, uh, and, like, <laughs> it's like, it's, oh, shit, oh. Craig's out of here. Uh, oh, Craig, o- bye. Oops. Uh, I'm thinking of, uh, Mac and Dennis being, like, what was it, Vince Vinegar and Hugh Honey? Partners in business and partners in love. I like the, that, that particular <laughs> dynamic of partners in business and partners in life. Absolutely. Yeah. A hundo percent. Yeah, the ship of two yeah. idiots who don't actually realize they're in a relationship, but also kind of maybe are. That is also yeah. a strong one. Yeah. That's a good one. People that don't realize they're dating until they're like, Yeah. Hey, are we dating? Mm-hmm. Hey, oh, wait a minute. Yeah. Yeah, my entire uh, hey, is philosophy. This relationship? <laughs> Favorite uh, relationship or ship dynamic is that one picture of, hey, this isn't tennis. This is gay sex. Oh, wait. I just remembered my favorite one <laughs> of all time. Uh, sometimes you just need two men. Yes. Absolutely. A hundred percent. 
I love the two men. They're I don't know if those two men are in love, but like I want other characters that are like, yes, we're two men. Our bodies are strong, but our friendship is stronger. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Just two guys. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh so I also like when there's um character that's just like I've always been into like the like the more like um hyperactive one and like the more like calm one and stuff. Oh that's fun. You know yeah. like pretty like simple. Like a uh, um, ray of sunshine, bouncy, energetic and one who always looks like they're tired and needs like a nap constantly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one's a good one. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh so uh, what's next? Uh, oh, uh, contrasting from that last one, uh, Jasmine Sidmon asks, any least favorite relationship dynamics in pop culture? Hmm. Mm, I despise how often love triangles not yeah, just, like, occur, because, like, sometimes that can happen, whatever, but they're just always very, very similar. And it's always, like, always just, like, after, like, it, it, it's, first of all, it's, like, always, like, het as hell. So it's, like, one girl, two guys getting after the girl or vice versa, you know, two yeah. girls after the one guy. And then it's, like, all this, like, that and then also will they or won't they and it in like an annoying way mm-hmm. like it's ruined i feel like there's a good way of doing will they or won't they but like so many bad ones has just like ruined all of that for me i like can't right. i feel like i can't like stand it anymore yeah um, right. will they like, i pfft. will they won't they is when it's like two characters who are clearly so made for each other but seem to inexplicably never mm-hmm go for each other until the end of like the show or series is like what are you doing and it drives me insane especially when it's like a long sitcom or something and i'm like i can't do this yes absolutely i'm just thinking of like friends friends yeah from like Uh, kyle xy i'm like no i'm also this may be a bit of a lori please (laughs) This might be a bit contradictory to what I just said about my favorite being uh, rivals and lovers, but in shows where characters like constantly argue with each other or like are each other's throats or seem to hate each yeah, other, yeah, I'm like, and I don't know like where my brain draws the distinction between the two, but like there's just a certain way of doing it where I'm like, oh, these guys are rivals and in love, and oh, these guys just hate each other, and I don't know why they interact. Right. There's a difference. Yeah. There is a difference, because if you, like, th- you can be rivals and be, like, have respect for each other, or, like, even if you guys have, like, clashes and stuff, it's, like, I don't know, there's something there. Whereas, like, if two people just, like, fucking hate each other, it's, like... And the show is just, like, these two will get married one day. It's not gonna get and better. Like, what is going <laughs> to- on? Yeah, I... I feel like... Ugh... Okay, this is, this is a very, this is a particular dynamic, but I kind of hate harem anime. Oh, yeah. 
mostly Mm -hmm. because in a lot of harem anime, the guy just, there's no, the guy is just meant to be for the uh, viewer to imprint, the presumably male viewer Mm -hmm. to imprint themselves upon. And these, these dudes have like no personality. There's nothing appealing about them. I just hate it. Yeah, it's kind of the worst. Like, why... The S is the Sword Art Online problem. It's, like, all the, like, so many isekai (laughs) anime are, like, guy goes to another world and then, like, a gaggle of women just throw themselves at him. And I'm like, why? This guy? Like, this man right here? Man. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This man who has the personality of uh, stale bread, but not even, like, a funny way. I'm told ReZero is not like this, so... Here's hoping. It's I think right. ReZero's whole thing is that it, like, about it, it starts uh, off with a character who's like that, and every character actively is like, hey, you gotta, like, fucking knock that shit off. Yeah. And then he has to develop a personality. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is why I hear ReZero's good. Here's hoping. Right. <laughs> I haven't seen it, so don't quote me on that. I, uh, <laughs> I hope so. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen it either. I've been kind of hesitant to get into it, because I'm worried it's just gonna be like that, but... You should, so that you can experience it with me while yeah. I do my podcast that I'll plug it. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to watch it because <laughs> yeah. you are doing said podcast. Yeah. Absolutely. Perfect. Uh, so, uh... I'm uh, sure there's other ones I hate, but yeah. I just can't think of them. Um, okay. My, our last question is from Emmy the Mouse, Emery, uh... By the way, both of these fanfic writers have uh, contributed questions. First was Casey, and last was Emery. Uh, Emery asks, Favorite slash least favorite romantic subplots in Sonic Media? Uh, I... There's not, like, a ton of them, is there? So, first of all, the least favorite romantic... Uh, yeah, Amy Goofy The least funny? romantic is Amy uh, being like, oh, Isn't she an annoying girl who keeps asking Sonic to date her? That needs to stop. Yeah, I hate that. I look over at my file for the Knuckles the Echidna comic series. Oh no. And say to myself, someday, someday we will, someday we will discuss something called the soul touch. No. And you'll learn what that means. No, no, no. Oh my god. I think I have heard about this. And I think it kills me. It kills the man. Because I was watching something. No. Uh, Uh... (laughs) Can Penders go to jail? Okay. For for the record, the salt touch isn't like... It's just extremely heterosexual. It's just very heterosexual. It's a very heterosexual view on grace. Uh, I mean, he should go to jail, but <laughs> for uh, other reasons. Yeah. So uh, that wraps up our questions. Uh, oh, what was your? Is there a favorite romantic subplot? Oh, favorite shit! I didn't. Well, that's another one we haven't gotten to yet. Well, whatever Tangle and Whisper got oh, going shit. on. Yeah, Tangle and Whisper. I was about to say uh, Rouge and uh, what's the character's name? Topaz from Sonic X have a great thing going on. Uh, oh, well, yeah. <laughs> next time we yeah. roll for Sonic Ooh. X. Oh, yeah. 
I think next time we roll for Sonic X, we'll get to see a bit of that. Uh, Excellent. Uh, Good. I can't wait to see Rouge again. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, so, uh, that wraps up our questions. Uh, our last, let's see, I guess we, well, we already rolled before, uh, and we're finally gonna do it. Uh, next week we're gonna watch two episodes of Sat, Sat AM. I don't remember the, the episodes off the top of my head. I said them in the episode we rolled them, I think. Uh, yeah. Uh, so until then, uh, let's see. Yeah, uh, let's, we can do some plugs. Uh, let's see. I'm Dan. You can find me at a lot of places. You can find all those places at linktr dot ee slash big underscore challenges from there you can find my twitter at bigger challenge you can find my other podcasts which include pod of greed a Yu-Gi-Oh podcast we recorded an episode just before the last just before recording this one uh i ate cereal on air and did an asmr voice while eating cereal uh <laughs> Great. Great. You can. <laughs> uh, oh, also we're start. We're at the start of season three. It's fucking wild. Uh, you can listen. to... Season three is the greatest season of all time. Uh, let's. Uh, you can listen to video games, the movie, the podcast, a monthly video game movie podcast I do with my friend Maxi. Our November episode on uh. Uh, Alone in the Dark by Uwe Boll has been recorded. It is to be edited and uploaded soon. Uh, might even be up by the time... It will probably be up by the time you hear this one. Uh, and our next movie for December is Ace Attorney. And the guests we're getting on that, well, we'll have to confirm with them. Because I'm not entirely sure who can and can't be on. Uh, we'll have to confer. But... I am looking forward to the to the Takashi Miike uh, uh, Ace Attorney film. I will say this: it has the greatest costume design decision of all time, which is to make it look exactly like the source material, no matter how stupid it looks in real life. Yay! Uh, Good. Yeah. Uh, and there's also my finished podcast, Chill Bleed, about Ill Bleed, and my inactive. Uh, actual play podcast, Stranger's Fiction. And last but not least, you can visit at Xbox underscore holiday, where Usher celebrates holidays with Xbox. And coming up, we've got uh, Noct, which will probably have passed by the time you hear this. And the Feast of the Immaculate Conception, which will probably also have passed. Uh, but uh, coming up on December 20th, Happy birthday, Isabel and Digby. Uh, <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, they're twins. They're, they're, they share a birthday. Uh, I didn't know they were twins. I think they're twins. I know it's on the same day. So I assume they're twins. Uh, anyways. Uh, that's it for me. 
Uh, Morg, where can we find you? You can find me at Haunting the Morg on Twitter. That's Haunting the M-O-R-G. Uh, from there, you can find my other podcasts um, from, I'll just say, Departure Lounge is still there, but it's still on hiatus. Uh, it's my Hunter x Hunter podcast plain themed different than Devin's. Um my other podcast, Digimon Ghost Gaze, about the Digimon Ghost Game anime. Oh um I'm gonna be on the next recording of that. Yes, yes. Ooh. That's right. I was like, I think Dan's coming up, but yeah, that's right. It's the next one. Mm-hmm. Um the last one was down a person but it still ended up pretty good in my opinion Mm -hmm. um and then my other other podcast that i think is coming out like the first episode should be out very soon because we're recording the second one on saturday coming up is uh forward 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 re-zero the re-zero podcast i mentioned and how I was like, wow, I hope Rizuru isn't a harem anime. It actually does not. <laughs> it already, like, in the first episode, it already doesn't seem like harem me, but, mm-hmm. um, it does have, play into some of the tropes of other isekai stuff. So, but I trust my co-host's tastes and if I don't like it, that's okay. I'll have a different opinion and it'll be good. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's, I don't, yeah, ReZero. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, I think we watch like two episodes, or like a full director's cut episode, which is two episodes, uh, for every recording. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's it. So, Devin, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Groovin Gasly, and you can find me on a Hunter Hunter podcast where our theme, I think, has unfortunately become the horniest Hunter Hunter podcast out there. Uh, last episode, we talked a for a solid hour about a character busting. So, you know, that's Aww. something we're on about. Uh, really? yeah, no, it's fine. Uh, so you can find that at Gonewell Hunting on Twitter. Uh, eventually we'll hey, upload. Hey man, I listened to City Girls and I do. I'm fine with I, it, busting on podcasts. It was funny because right before that was an episode that we're like, oh, this is emotional. A character's really going through it. And then the episode after that, we're like, so this character basically just busts, huh? So that's where we were for a solid like two hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can eventually hear that when we start uploading again. And that's right. it. All right. Uh, let's, and you can find us on Twitter at ShuffleSonic. You can find, from there, you can find our Discord. And you can also find us on Noisepace.xyz. Noisepace.xyz. It is a, uh, podcast incubator or network or whatever you want to call it. Uh, Hosted it by a Canadian in Canada, hence the Z. And there are loads and loads of shows. Uh, 
Let's see. Okay. This week's uh, alphabetical shout-out is the Sonic Shuffle. Oh, hey! Uh, Dan, Morg, and Devin seek to explore the world of Sonic lore. However, the thing about Sonic lore is that pretty mm. much every spin-off media is its own continuity. So, mm. in order to understand Sonic holistically, they'll be randomly selecting which continuity to discuss each week. Uh, let's see, at the time of this recording there, at their 67th episode, uh, Lego Creepypasta Zone uploaded November 23rd, 2021. Uh, so, they're still active. They, they, they haven't posted a new episode in like a week. Uh, Rapidly approaching a funny number episode. I wonder if they're doing anything for it. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. I enjoyed Pot of Greeds. That one was good. <laughs> uh, yeah, that one that was That one was good. pretty funny. I heard a familiar... Uh, mm-hmm. That one was pretty funny. Um, uh, had some good uh, stories on it. You should listen to that. Yeah. Uh, the Sonic Stuff will spin off co- podcast, Pot of Greeds. <laughs> oh, this right. By the way, I don't know when this is going up, but... Uh, our uh, Pot of Greed is about to approach episode 169, and they're doing their own fanfic. Oh, fuck. Ri- they're doing another fanfic writing contest. Well, Wait, we really? Are. Yeah. Re- over the course of December, yeah. Over the course of December, listeners have an opportunity to write a fanfic oh, about no. Yu-Gi-Oh or Yu-Gi-Oh GX up to see- the end of season two. Uh, uh, the it is due by the end of. This, the end of 2021, I guess. Uh, oh man. Anyway, yeah, it's it's. I can't it, wait to make my own Sonic OC deck. Mm-hmm. I'm just I'm behind on Doctor Starline Boss Monster. Mm-hmm. I'm behind on Pot of Greed, so I'm just kind of like, Ugh. it's well that because. Hmm. We'll probably do this again when we eventually get to episode 269. Uh, oh god. They really will go that long, won't it? Huh? Yeah. Pot of It'll Greed, go even longer. Yu-Gi-Oh! is never ending. It's a 25-year-old franchise, as I found out on the box of the Le- Millennium cereal I ate earlier. Uh, Damn, that cereal a millennia year old? Fucked up. Uh, I said a millennia you year. in the sea. Oh my god. You eating the same cereal Atemate? <laughs> I want to get their Atemate. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> Please cut that. And that will go oh. into one of the fan fictions. See, oh. oh, Morg, you're already thinking of as a fan fiction writer. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was when I was like 17, so. Yeah. See, it never so. leaves you. I guess not. So, until, uh, next time, uh, Sonic is real, he is strong, and he is my friend. He's the only blue live that matters. The only one. Good night, everyone. <laughs>